Hey, yo, yo. Ladies and gentlemen, marks, smarks, and watchers of all promotions. You know what? You just made the you just list. Made the, list. the Fourth Wall Pop Network proudly presents its reigning, defending tag team podcasters of the world, JC Bones and DJ Maddie G. Well, you know, you're exactly right, mean Gene, Gene. Whether you're watching from quarantine or wrestling for empty arenas, we have you covered. Uh, Find out what went down and what's coming up as we give you new normal wrestling. And what's up, party people? It's no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, everybody, it's Wade. It is Saturday morning at 11 a.m. I wanted to do a quick, quick episode rundown. By the way, you are listening to New Normal Wrestling, available exclusively on the Fourth Wall Pop Network. Again, it is 11 o'clock in the morning, and. I was originally supposed to drop an episode for you guys yesterday, but life happens. You get tired, you have your work, the real job, breaking K-Babe. I was exhausted. But man, (laughs) the day before, literally wrestling changed completely on AEW. And speaking of AEW, we're going to talk a little bit about MGF's promo. Also, uh what's going on with the aw world heavyweight championship and i will give my predictions on tonight's in your house as well as as tomorrow's hell in a cell now let's start with the biggest elephant in the room the aw world heavyweight championship um cm punk won the title at double or nothing last Sunday in a pretty solid match, not gonna lie. It wasn't the greatest, but it was solid. I enjoyed it. Happy Punk won. Knew he was going to win. Told everybody and their mother to listen to me and understand that Punk was going to win the title. And we were going to have Summer of Punk 2, Electric Boogaloo, or Summer of Punk 3, Weekend at Bernie's, or Weekend at Tony's. I don't know, but I just know we were going to get Summer of Punk. It was going to be a whole thing. But due to what happened, I believe, in the six-man tag on Wednesday on Dynamite with FTR and Max Caster and the Ass Boys, Punk hurt his ankle. Now, I thought it was from when he tried to springboard into the ring and he tripped, but it was due to the fact that he said he had stage dived into the crowd and hurt himself so he had hurt his ankle um he made a statement on twitter about an hour before rampage was live which is crazy rampage being live after so long um makes a big announcement saying guys please watch dynamite tonight i have an announcement to make concerning my career and also the AEW world heavyweight championship I automatically looked at my wife, shout out to you Jess, and said, honey, I think he's dropping the title. She was like, I knew it. She's like, nobody says they have a big announcement like that and they're not going to either relinquish the championship or something occurred where they have to just drop it like it's over. So I'm like, okay, we'll see what happens. Or maybe he's going to swear it wasn't turn heel. We don't know. So... 
I'm watching Dynamite. And, I mean, I'm sorry, Rampage, and it's full blown. He's in the ring. Now, you notice when someone is going to be out on injury, they are in normal street clothes. They are not in uh, any merch repping the company, any merch period of their own. They are just out there. So Punk comes out and basically says, hey guys, uh, there's been some things we have to talk about and how he was excited that he had won the title, but now he has to relinquish the title but Tony told him Tony Khan told him no you're not relinquishing and there will be an interim champion in place until you come back um I don't know the long term for a broken foot but from what everybody's saying it could be uh six to eight weeks or six to eight months I don't know um not gonna really i'm not a medical i'm not a doctor so i wouldn't know but yeah punk is out now and there's going to be some changes within that so the announcement after and this is where it got confusing this is where it got confusing for a lot of people because jericho says one thing excalibur says something different the commentary team says something the whole commentary team screwed this up so i don't know what's going on but <laughs> from what's being gathered from social media and that's basically Fightful and everybody and their mother reporting on it what's going to happen is CM Punk did not relinquish the AEW World Heavyweight Championship there will be an interim champion in his place on Dynamite there will be a battle royal to determine who will face the number one contender, which is John Moxley, at either the main event of Dynamite, so the person's gonna have to wrestle twice, and then there will be a champion crown at Forbidden Door, or the other option, which I also heard, but these there's conflicting reports that the winner of the Battle Royal will then face John Moxley at Forbidden Door. I might have to talk to the fellas at Elite POV and ask them about it. If you guys know, let me know what's going on. I'm a little confused, but all I know is there will be an interim champion by the time we get to Forbidden Door. Um, pretty good on that front. CM Punk, get well soon. Sucks your out, sucks your injured. You literally just won the title. Literally just won the belt. I am so upset that you summer of punk is not gonna happen now and we're pretty much in a standstill with you but you'll be back and like you said you'll be back better than ever and when you do come back automatically you're gonna probably go right for that title again that you never lost and i can't wait to see it but on the opposite side of what's going on in AEW, let's talk about this pipe bomb and see it's funny CM Punk pipe bomb kind of goes hand in hand that MJF dropped this week at um, Dynamite now it had been speculated for months that MJF and Tony Khan were at odds with each other over contract disputes uh, stemming from the new guys getting the money that he should be getting and he's an AEW original he's had some of the biggest feuds within AEW He's helped carry that company 
just as much as the Bucks, just as much as Kenny, just as much as Jericho. A lot of people have been saying this about MJF, and he deserved to be champion at some point. Now, from what's being said, they wanted to mix a little bit of shooting with actual, you know, a little bit of some work shoots. So, it all started from this, this past weekend at Double or Nothing, where MJF did not show up for a meet and greet with his fans and he had one of the biggest meet and greets ever he had sold it out and the crowds went insane pissed off that he did not show up talked reckless about him saying this is not what you do i understand you're trying to live your gimmick but this isn't what you do to the fans who pay to see you you could show up and still be in character all like the internet went crazy but then it was said that he had booked the flight, headed home, and he wasn't going to stay or show up for the pay-per-view. Come to find out, he did show up for the pay-per-view, maybe an hour, half an hour, 45 minutes, depending on who you hear from, when he showed up for it. So, after that, MJF shows up, beat, gets beat to oblivion by Wardlow, and then leaves the arena. Liter- and you're usually supposed to stay from what backstage is you're supposed to stay until the pay-per-view is over everybody's supposed to stay so everybody thought MJF was going to be written off TV come to find out no that's not the case he will be live on Dynamite with a microphone I went oh okay yeah you guys are really going to let him go so he comes out with his microphone in hand, cut says cut my music. You guys are gonna hear me talk. That's it. No more, no less. He then proceeds to cut a scathing promo talking about how he busts his ass and he's better than the new guys from the ex-WWE guys, he even said it, who can't lace his boots. Um if I could pull up the transcript of what he said. Okay, shout out to my good brother, Josh, at Pro Wrestling Transcriptions. He literally is one of the godsends when it comes to wrestling. If I need to know anything or I miss something or something, you know, that's the site to go to, guys. I will leave a link in the description if you need it. But let's just see what what MJF had to say. He said, I'm in a lot of pain right now after what happened on Sunday, but all you people want to do is hear me talk, right? That's what you want, right? You want to hear me talk? Well, this is, I'll talk, but this is Max Friedman talking. Big merger boss, a lot of executives here tonight to watch your product. Would be a real shame if something bad happened. I wouldn't want to embarrass you, man. Speaking of embarrassing, you've been trying to sit down with me to hash things out for quite some time, haven't you? Well, guess what? Too little, too late, and here's why. When this company first started, it was all friends wrestling. Everybody was handed a ticket except for me. See, I had to write my own, and boy, do I have good penmanship because I created moment after moment for this company, and I still get no respect. Nobody's on my level, no one. Everything I touch turns to gold, and there's nothing I can't do. Every time I come out here, I am not expected to hit home runs. I'm expected to take grand slams, and I do that shit on a weekly basis. He's nailing the points. So I'm not mad at him. He, every time MJF does come out, 
He does what he needs to do, and he does it very well. He is one of the stars of AEW. He should be front and center, period. You guys said he was one of the four pillars, and obviously, from how he feels, he's not being treated as such. See all the other boys, they set up for being great. I have to be perfect because I'm the 26-year-old who is constantly held under a microscope because I'm the only guy who is capable of carrying this company on my back as I have for months. It's funny I hear booze, but I also hear clapping, and that's interesting. Where were you guys this whole weekend when you were calling me an unprofessional piece of shit? I'm just curious. You're not the only problem. No, it's the boys in the back, too. Because of all the boys in the back, all my spot. Because all the boys in the back, all my spot. Well, guess what? You want my spot, you can have it because I don't want to be here anymore. And he said, now let's talk about your fans. He kept going in on the fans a little bit, which led to cheers. But the biggest, the biggest part is when he said this. Hey, boss, would you treat me better if I was an ex-WWE guy? See, maybe you don't get it, man. Here's a problem with you, boss. You got a position of power in a wrestling company when the only position you should be assuming is behind the guardrail with all of them pointing to the fans. I don't want to wait until 2024, but you don't listen to me, so allow me to make it a little bit easier for you, Tony. I want you to fire me. Don't count me down. And then he started, they were trying to count him down to get him out the ring. He said, he told the guy, don't count him out. And he went like as close to the camera as he could get. And he said, look at me, Tony. Look at me. I want you to fire me, you fucking mark. He called Tony Khan a mark. And he kept saying, fire me until the mic cut off. Now, the interesting thing was what happened after the cameras went off. CM Punk and security tried to come and talk to MJF. MJF ran to the crowd. Punk was noticeably limping, so everybody kind of figured something was up with him. It's mighty interesting that the person who created the pipe bomb was trying to talk to MJF after the situation. So I low-key feel that the MJF punk situation would have been the next step in a feud. Somewhere down the road, MJF and Punk will meet up again for that AEW World Heavyweight title. And who's to say MJF might win the battle? Even though what's going on lately, they took all his stuff off uh, AEW shop. And this is going to be a very interesting time. I think it's, a, it's, it's, we all know it's a war. We all do. But MJF has made AEW even more interesting now. And he is going to be the guy that really, I think, puts them at a bigger, bigger level than what they already are. And that's my wrap up for AEW this week. All right, guys, I am going to get into my predictions for NXT in your house, which is scheduled tonight as of this recording. <laughs> and boy, do we have some matches lined up. So let's pick, let's go through the matches and I will give you my predictions. We're going to speed around this. It's not going to be a long episode, guys. I want to save it for next week when I am joined by either Good Brother Bones. I Maybe I'll bring some other guests from the wrestling world to talk about the wrestling in general. Stay tuned for that one. So, let's start with the, bit, the main event of the card. Braun Breaker would be defending the 
NXT Championship against Joe Gacy. If Braun Breaker is disqualified, he will lose the NXT Championship. And this is playing into what I call the old Randy Orton Christian feud where Randy keeps losing his cool. The face keeps losing their cool to the point where they're going to break because the heel is playing mind games. And Joe Gacy has been playing mind games since their first title match a few weeks ago. So I'm going to say Joe Gacy takes it off Braun Breaker. And Joe Gacy is your new NXT champion. We then have Mandy Rose versus Wendy Chu. Man. Mandy Rose has been on a streak. And I really don't think it's going to end anytime soon. And I love Wendy Chu. I love Wendy Chu. I say it every week. She has turned whatever gimmick they've given her into chicken shit, basically, into chicken salad. And she's done a great job of it. But I don't see her winning this. Mandy will still be the NXT Women's Champion. And the next title match we have coming up is Cameron Grimes versus Carmelo Hayes for the North American Championship. I'm going to go on a limb here. A limb because I feel that Carmelo has proven it well enough. He does not need the NXT North American Championship. He has done an amazing job with it, and it's time to let Cameron run with it for a little longer. Cameron Grimes will retain the NXT North American Championship. Basically, one of my favorite championships within wrestling right now. I love that title. I love the representation behind it where you're the next guy up or you're someone who's held gold before in NXT. And this is your way to say, I'm the guy that can carry this company down the road. So many great champions before then, and Cameron's in that great lineage, and so is Carmelo. And I feel Carmelo may be on his way to going for the NXT Championship at some at some point. The guy's proven himself, so why not give him a shot at it? But we'll see. Cameron Grimes still walks out your NXT North American Champion. Pretty Deadly versus the Creed for the NXT Tag Team Championships. Uh, if the Creeds lose, they will be kicked out of Diamond Mine, and all signs point to them losing. So, yeah, it's pretty deadly. We'll retain the NXT Tag Team Championships. Also, Toxic Attraction will be facing Caden Carter and Katana Chance. The only legit tag team, I think, left in NXT for the women. So, I'm going to say Caden and Katana walk out with those tag titles. They're fresh. They're fun. I like them as a tag team. They have been around for a minute. And I honestly think they deserve those tag titles. So why not give it to them? Toxic can run without all the gold. So let's give it to a new team and see what they can do with it. Then we have Tony D'Angelo stacks and two dimes. Versus Legato Del Fantasma. The loser of the match will then have to join the winner's family and be under their leadership. I am picking Tony D'Angelo stacks and two dimes to win. This has been a fun feud, but I feel Legato needs a little bit of a 
change up a little bit. So maybe this will be interesting to see. Let's give it to Tony. Let's run with it. So I got Tony stacks in two dimes with the win. And that wraps up the <laughs> NXT in your house predictions. Let's talk about the next pay-per-view, which is literally the day after. Hell in a Cell. Sucks that there's legit only one Hell in a Cell match when there is a key match on this card that should be taking place in Hell in a Cell. And no, I'm not talking about the women's title match. I'm talking about Hell. Let's get into that match first. The six-person tag with the Judgment Day versus AJ Styles, Finn Balor, and Liv Morgan. This has been a very, very good feud on Raw. I feel it's one of the best feuds on Raw right now. This should have been a Hell in a Cell from the rip. This should have been one of the first matches you thought to put in Hell in a Cell. All six of these people have issues with each other, and it's been going on for months. What better way to conclude it than put them in Hell in a Cell? I'm going to say it now. Six-person tag. Judgment Day gets the win, and they'll possibly get a new member. Don't know who. Don't know how. I think it should be Finn Balor. That's just my personal opinion. He fits the group. Ah, I need Finn in that group. Finn would be so much fun. But could be somebody else. You know, Edge always has tricks up his sleeve. He says somebody will be doing Judgment Day. And he's been tweeting like different pictures of people. So keep the speculation open. Uh, the next match on the card is Ezekiel versus KO. Another fun feud I've enjoyed <laughs> since it started. Where KO has been on this maniacal journey to try to tell everybody like, no, that's not Ezekiel. His name is his name is Elias. That's Elias. Just with, he just shaved. You guys need to cut it out, you know. And I really think, I really think, even though KO, I love KO, but he's gonna he's gonna lose. He's gonna lose to Ezekiel. Doesn't hurt him either. It doesn't hurt KO at all. It doesn't. So I'm gonna give KO the dub here. I mean, no, no, not KO the dub. I'm sorry. It it doesn't hurt KO to take the loss. So I'm gonna give Ezekiel the win. Ezekiel gets the win. Don't know what that does for him. Maybe he'll be in money in the bank. Maybe not. Uh, a new match just added to the card. No holds barred. Mad Cat Moss versus Happy Corbin. Almost an MVP versus Bobby Lashley. Again, a match I don't care. I don't care at all. Sorry. Doesn't move me at all. At all. Um, could care less who wins, uh, but if I had to pick somebody, uh, Bobby Lashley. Um, Theory versus Mustafa Ali. Theory's on point right now. They're not going to take the belt off him. He's Killing it and making that U.S. title relevant. I mean, I like the character and what he's doing right now, but mm, he's going to retain. And I love Ali, but he's going to retain. Hell in a Cell, Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins. The, the, the way you do a feud properly. It started at WrestleMania when Cody made his return to WWE. Continue the backlash. They've been going back and forth. And this is the way to end the feud. 
This is the way to send both men off in different directions till they cross paths again, which they probably will later in the later in the fall. I'm going to give Cody Rhodes the win. He's going to bleed and do a moonsault off of something. I don't know what, but he's going to do something insane in that match. Cody Rhodes gets the win and moves on to bigger things. And Seth Rollins will too, because Seth Rollins is Seth Rollins, so why not? And the last match on the card, Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch versus Asuka in a triple threat match for the Raw Women's Championship. We all know what was originally supposed to happen, how that was supposed to go. Uh, as much as this match is makeshift, I kind of wanted it to stay between Bianca and Asuka, but Becky Lynch weaseled her way into it, you know, through heel tactics. But let's just say it, Bianca's going to retain, and still. But guys, those are my predictions for Hell in a Cell. Let me know what you guys think. Let us know what you think. You can follow us on Twitter at Wrestling Normal. You can follow us on Instagram at New Normal Wrestling. You can also follow the Fourth Wall Pop Network on all social media platforms at Fourth Wall Pop Network. You can listen to us on all podcast streaming platforms. Just search up Fourth Wall Pop Network. We like to hashtag make it pop with that hashtag next level pop. I am your podcast prince slash king. The one, the only, Wade Elson. I love you guys. I will see you next week with a brand new episode of New Normal Wrestling. Peace, salute, and I'm out. I love y'all. Later! Thank you.